always remember to forgive and forget. Sorry! You hit me, I'll get you back! The game of sorry. Slide, switch, and bump your way home before someone makes you... Sorry! ...and sends you back. Do we understand? Sorry! Very sarcastic. Uh, so this begs the question, Ben. Did sorry launch Ben Stein's career? Or end Ben Stein's career. For the listeners, that was Ben Stein in the commercial. I, I would love to say he's famous for... So I don't know. actually know what he does. He's in those Clear Eye commercials. He is in Clear Eye commercials. He was in... Win uh, Ben Stein's Money. Win Ben Stein's Money. He was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bueller. Bueller. Uh, and he was talking about Sorry for some reason. I guess the board game Sorry... Sorry, I, my Canadian accent <laughs> dropped. Is it the Canadian... Board game, sorry. Are you going to do that the whole episode? I'm going to try. Is it? Is it a losing battle? I don't think it's a great choice. <laughs> yeah, somehow sorry was able to get the monster talent of Ben Stein in that 1993 commercial, which you just heard. This is Gaming the System. <laughs> this is Gaming the System, <laughs> the podcast about games, past, present, and games. games. My name is Alex. My name is Ben. And on this week's episode, sorry. 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 The board game... Uh, there's really not a whole lot to describe about Sorry. I can describe it. Well, I can describe it too. I mean, it doesn't, I feel I, like. I wrote a blurb. Oh, did you? Yeah. Are we, are we jumping right in? Do we want, do we want to. Should do we, we cover, oh, we're just going to explain what Sorry is. Sorry, exclamation point. Sure, let's do that and then housekeeping. Yeah. And then we'll get into stuff. Because I got some We have housekeeping? A little bit. All right. Let's, let's do this. And, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> sorry. Players draw numbered cards that allow them to move their pieces in various ways as they race to be the first to move all of their pieces out of their start, around the board, up their designated safety zone, and finally reach home. Landing on another player's pawn sends it back to start. Additionally, there are special sorry cards that allow you to replace a vulnerable pawn on the board with one from your start. You can't slide on your own color slides, and the first player to get all the pieces. Can't? Can, 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 cannot, cannot slide on your own color slide. Yeah, I thought that was the only one you could slide on. No, it's been, this is probably the longest time between when we played the game and when we're talking about That's it. That's definitely true. Yeah. Oh, also a key feature is that if you have a legal move, you must take it. Yes. Yes, that's actually key for top strategy. And the cards are numbered one through twelve with no sixes or nines. Yeah, I also found that. You know why? No. It's to avoid confusion. Oh. Because you're sitting around a board, it could be facing anyway. Yeah, and there's no way to, like, put a line underneath the number like every other game does. You know what? Boggle does that. Nice saying. No, Boggle doesn't have to. (laughs) Boggle doesn't doesn't have numbers. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Is your your blurb done? That's my blurb. Is it called, like, sorry, the game? Like, is there a, like, a bing? Is there, like, a tagline, or is it just? Uh, I don't know if there's a current one. It was originally marketed in the U.S. as the fashionable English game, Sorry. That's probably why it didn't catch on. Well, no, I guess it caught on. It was yet to. It's been around for a little while. It did great. I'm going to push my housekeeping to the very end because I think that we're in a good rhythm. Yeah. But don't let me forget my housekeeping. I'll probably will. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Ben, when was Sorry founded? Founded? Discovered? Invented? (laughs) Discovered. (laughs) They uncovered Sorry. (laughs) Uh, so, as many of you may know, Sorry is actually related to an ancient Indian game called... Parkeezy. Pachisi. Pachisi. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Pachisi. Uh, which is similar to Parcheesi, 
and Ludo in the UK. Which, yeah. fun fact, yeah. inspired the naming of the game Cluedo. That's absolutely true. Also known as Clue. Uh, I think Parcheesi is kind of seen as a precursor to a lot of these. So Parcheesi. Sorry, not Parcheesi. The, pre- the precursor to Parcheesi. Yeah. Pacheesi. Pacheesi. I think is is like the the grandfather of a lot of games that we or and I think a lot of people associate with like common board game rules like moving around Absolutely. a board. Yeah, so it's it's a very old game. I saw some sources say it dated back to the 4th century. The really most conclusive account we have for dating it far back is the 16th century when there's an account of an emperor playing a life-sized game of Pachisi. This like rivals chess. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think it goes back pretty far. I don't want to get too far into that stuff. We'll probably do Parcheesi. I think we will play Parcheesi. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, so, Sorry was... Sorry. If, if you must. Uh, I don't, I guess it was invented by this guy named William Henry Story, who's an English man from Southend-on-Sea. One R or two R's in Story? One R... And an E. Oh, I was thinking that... I'm still curious where the name Sorry comes from. And I don't know if we got a... I don't know if there's a clear answer to that. I don't know. So he filed a patent, which is kind of cool because you can look it up. And he filed it in 1930 in the U.S. And filed a patent in 1932 in Canada. Um, the... That's when it was... He changed the pronunciation. Maybe. To, to maybe, that's, to sorry. maybe that's so. He published it with his own company, W.H. Story & Co., as Sorry, without the exclamation point. And that's actually worth clarifying, is that when you look at it today, you buy in the store today, it has an exclamation point, and apparently that's important. Yeah, I believe it was introduced when it started coming to the U.S. Anyways, the initial version of the game had four pawns, and it actually is pretty similar to the game that I grew up playing. I don't Four pawns per color. Each player per color. has four yes, pawns. Yes, sorry, sorry. And that was actually... True to the game up into up into its re-release in 2013, which we will get to. Absolutely, we will because that was a terrible decision. Yes, I agree. But we will get there. I agree. The a new Parker Brothers president, the new Parker's brother president after George Parker, um, he's his name is Robert Barton. He was the son-in-law of George Parker, mm-hmm. and he heard about this game from the Parker Brothers London office. And it was one of his first decisions as president to bring it over to the uh, U.S. To the U.S. So they had, like, U.S. distribution rights. Yep. They bought the distribution rights for $25,000. And then, yada, 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 it became a Hasbro game. Like, literally everything else under the sun. Yes. Uh, I believe it was 1991 when Hasbro acquired Parker Brothers. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I already said how they mentioned it. Uh, the U.S. version kind of upgraded the look. In the original version, it was kind of, like, blobby, a lot of more curves and stuff. The hard version I grew up with is very hard-edged. Yeah, it looks real crisp. Very so that, crisp. that was introduced in the U.S. version. As I said, it was marketed as the fashionable English game. Sorry! Exclamation point. Do you know what the little pieces are called? Some people call them little men. I I read this. Nub- <laughs> nubbins? Nubbins. So I... I Which m- maintains its British roots. I maybe, that, maybe that's in the British rules, because I did get my hands on the rules from 1992... And it just said pawns or, like, pieces. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Anyways, in the 1992 rules, and I don't know when this was introduced, but in the 1992 rules, they introduced some variants, uh, like the team variant, where you can 
play with two people or four people, but two people are in two-person teams. Nice. I think that's pretty interesting. You can move your teammates' pieces on your turn. So you don't get stuck. If you have a card that you can't do, you don't get stuck with it. Right, except that your partner's pawns are not bump-proof. So there's friendly fire if you have to bump your partner's pieces. It's worth saying that these slides we talked about earlier, when you land on a space Mm, and you kind mm, of move mm. five spaces in in a signal direction on your turn, that counts as a big old bump. Yeah. Anyone caught on that slide, and when you get bumped, go back to start. Go back to start. Oh, I should also mention a huge difference with from the original or from the new version is that you can only get out of start on ones and twos, and sorries, sorry cards if you're switching okay. with. So it kind of slowed down the game, and they they changed that later on. Another 1992 variant. Introduced uh, variation or uh, introduced a scoring variation, and it specifically said for adults. That the point system. I think you have to play with multiple rounds. Yeah, there's a point system. I don't it, think see, it adds a whole lot. I didn't. Yeah, when I was looking up these, it seems like you're not changing the actual priorities of the game. You're still trying to just play the best game, like get your pieces back home as fast as you can. It just changes the way that you determine. Your measure yeah. of success. So I don't consider these actual variants on play. It's just variants on yeah, your notation style as you get ready for round two. However, I will say one interesting other rules change that's more significant, I think, than the actual scoring is that you have a hand of five cards when you're oh, playing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Which I think is adds a lot more strategy. Also, uh, there were a few suggestions that said you could start with one pawn out, which kind of kickstarts the game because... That's a I saw, I read that as a kids rule. Like if you're if you're playing adults with one child there, the yeah. child gets a little heads up, like head start by having one pawn yeah, yeah, yeah. out of home and onto the game board. I think I th- I think it doesn't hurt to just if everyone gets a pawn out at the beginning because otherwise you're kind of drawing and waiting for the ones and twos. And I think in Parcheesi there's, you have to, like, roll doubles or something to, like, get out of home. Like, there's some similar rule where the start of game can actually be delayed by, like, several turns. It's hard to get out, Just yeah. based on someone's luck. Right, So, right. And, and the version that we played, which was the 2013 version, mm-hmm. got rid of that. Yes. Uh, you can get out of, you mentioned this before, you can get out of, I keep saying home, but home's the destination. Where's yeah, the place start, to start? Start. start. <sighs> you get out of start with any positive value card. So, basically, not... A four. Yes. Yeah. Should, so, we, go through, should we go through with the, num- the special numbers? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. Because one and two can actually get you out of start. Uh, if you roll a two, though, in the original version, you can draw again. Yep. Pretty cool. Uh, three, four, five are just standard moves in no. the original. Yes. Four, you move backwards four spaces. Is that true for the original version? I believe so. Hmm, interesting. I know that seven is, you can split. You can divide between them between two pieces. Two pieces. Eight was standard. Ten... I read is 10 forward or one backwards. Yep. And then 11 lets you switch with another player on the board. Or or move 11. Or move 11 spaces. Yeah. And then the sorry card goes, you take a piece from start that's still in your start, mm-hmm. and you switch with another opponent, and they get bumped back to their start. Yeah. It's important to know that there are safety zones that lead up to the home yes. where you can't be messed with. Five spaces. However, you can sometimes be forced to move out of that safety zone if you can't move forward. If you get a four or something. 
Yeah. And you need to get to home on an exact... Yeah, exactly. Count. 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 Yeah. Do you have more history? Should we get into strategy? No, we're, we're, we're up to the 2013 version, so let's just go through that really well, before, quick. Well, before we get to 2013, oh, okay. let's talk strategy for the classic version. Perfect. Because we kind of were talking about that. One of, the, one of the biggest points, what they call expert strategy, I do not think that there's a whole lot of strategy to this game. No, you're, you're drawing cards. You're drawing cards. You want to try to leave a, a pawn in start. Yeah. And like, later than you might expect. Really? Because if you get a sorry card... You can get a huge advantage and really mess up your opponent. We should also mention that the starts are staggered around the board. Yes. So you're not all starting the same spot. If another person gets out of start and you can switch with them, you're actually a lot further ahead. Yeah, and that's another another one like strategy they recommend is you don't leave uh, one of your pawns in front of the another player's start because that's a well, very easy bump for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until we get to the 2013 version. Oh, boy. So the strategy. So you want to leave a guy in start, at least towards the tail end of the game, so you can play a sorry card. The other big strategy point is that you want to potentially try to, if you do leave a pawn in front of start, either directly in front of start or only one or two spaces in front of start, and you get a four, you can bump it back, yeah. which opens up the possibility for going up into home base. Yeah, that's a really great shortcut. It's... It can change the game, and mm-hmm. and w- when I was kind of reading up the on the on the analysis and strategy of this, they said that Sori was interesting in that the winner can flip very rapidly. Yeah, you yeah, feel definitely. like you're got a comfortable lead, and only like two unlucky draws later, you're in last place. Sorry, sorry. Now that's the twenty or the original version. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Sorry, fire and ice. Yeah, this so is what we played. This is under the tyrannical boot of Hasbro. I think this is probably like the biggest example of classic board game rules being just utterly destroyed Yeah, for, for a quick buck. This is terrible. So as we said before, they changed it so you can get out of start pretty much no matter what. There's honestly, there's, there's a couple like small tweaks to the rules. Like you have three pawns instead of four. I mean, yeah, that they did that too. Uh, yeah, you said any card can get you out of start. The big changes, though, and the ones that, like, really screw with the game are the fact that uh, when you draw a one card, you are able to use something called the ice token. Oh, yeah. And the ice token is a little blue ring that you can put on any piece on the board, generally an opponent, mm-hmm. and it freezes that piece in, in place until the ice token has been moved. Now, that piece can't be switched can't be sorried, can't be bumped. It yeah. is just stuck. Mm-hmm. It is terrible. Terrible. Until someone r- draws another one. Yeah. And we were playing head, heads up, 1v1, and on multiple occasions, a card got iced right in front of the start. Yeah. And you're just like screwed for a long period of time. Yeah. The game gets even more crazy when you start looking at the fire token. Yeah. When do you get that one? When you draw a two. Okay. And if you draw a two, you can use the fire token and a, a piece with the fire token on it. And I, I, I sourced these rules from multiple places. Yeah, yeah, no, this is right. I am not making this, this up. Is right. A fire token can, before you draw, yep. move to the next corner of a game board. So that means that you could get around the whole board with the fire token in like four turns. In addition to your regular yeah, moves. perhaps even faster, yeah. It's, oh, oh, and if a fire token moves into home base, 
I don't think we played this way, but it's in the rules. It brings in another token. Or like it brings in another pawn. What? Yeah. That's stupid. It's way too overpowered. Yeah. And the 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 internet, Ben, it's this crazy thing. People talk about it all the time. The internet. What is it? The internet. Oh, okay. They are up in arms about sorry, fire and ice. Yeah. Because the rules, like like just adding in these two new mechanics that are like game breaking. You, the, the the number of message boards like asking for people to explain these yeah, these I saw a lot of those comments scenarios in which you can get it's I I can't imagine this made it through play testing and Hasbro thought this was like a great idea I, mean, I think they just needed to they felt like they needed to breathe breathe new life into Sorry which might have been a game that was on its last legs because it wasn't that exciting but at least it made sense yeah it's a little I mean it's not the fastest game but they kind of just made it more chaotic. And yeah, it's not, it is way too fast. Fire is way, way, way too powerful. And ice is just stupid. I mean, you can, you can tell that they were just trying to speed up the game because they reduced the number of pawns. Yep. They allowed you to move out of start very easily, which was a defining feature of the original, uh, not letting you do that. And then they also introduced this crazy overpowered fire thing that lets you speed around the board. Is there no room in our society for nice, slow games? Yeah. What the hell? Can, can, can I has a classic board game with original rules, please? That's a meme! <laughs> I got it. That's the first one I got. It's the first one you got. Was I, like, tel- I was telegraphing You telegraphed it. it a little bit, but, I, but it's also, I think I would have gotten yeah, it anyways. There you go. There's the meme. I earned this one. Look at that. And it has a classic board game with original rules. I actually, you know what I didn't look up? Was if they do produce this game as the, as a, as the original. You can still buy the original. Okay. Uh, and also, to be honest, if you buy Fire and Ice, you can play the original version. Like, you don't have to. That's what we did. We played one original, one Fire and Ice. Well, they, you, with three pawns. With three pawns. We did, like, play, did we play with the... With Fire and Ice? With, yeah. We definitely did. Okay. This was the last game of our evening of lots of board games and drinking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was a while ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Uh, ben, though, I want to I wanna pivot and talk about how Sorry has kind of uh, been ingrained in popular culture. Sorry. And actually, I want to kick off with one of our classic segments. Would this board game make a good television show or movie? Play the sound. Who are you shouting at? We just put it in afterwards. Oh, well. All right. It worked. So on the Carol Burnett show, classic, classic late night comedy. I've seen every episode. That's not true. No, I haven't seen one. 1975, they introduced a recurring segment called The Family. And The Family was like, you know, kind of nasty people who weren't really nice to each other, but they would sit down and play board games. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did not watch the entirety of this sketch because it's 14 and a half minutes long, which is long for a sketch. Yeah. But they play Sorry. Yeah. And I guess it's kind of funny. I mean, like, it's, I don't know. I, I, I want to cut to the chase, Ben. I'm going to cut to the chase. Yeah. They emphasize the rules. Like, like the, sketch, the sketch is all built around, like, playing by the rules and following and, like, being very rule-driven. Yeah. And they don't even play by the rules. They They're, don't? They roll die. That's wrong. It's that's just straight up fundamentally wrong. wrong. And oh no, that's it. They just rolled that. Well, that's <laughs> that's terrible. I I can't imagine how the writers let that one let that one through. I think that it's because it was on television. 
they could do like die puns. Like there, there, there was there was because it was on television, was, they could do die puns. Okay, That's what I you would just say said. dice are fundamentally funnier than cards are. We can agree with that. I don't why. And I'm glad we're on the same page. And dice are more visual. You get a rolling motion, you roll it, you get the sound, as opposed to just drawing a card that says, oh, I move eight spaces. From a sound design perspective, I can see what you're saying. Which is what the Carol Burnett show was all about. Sound design, number one priority. So would this make a good television show? Maybe if you played it by the rules. Maybe played by the rules. Yeah. But, Ben, this, this segment about media includes television shows and movies. It doesn't include music. Musicals? Music. Oh. Would Sorry make a good top-selling song? I'm going to say this is, yes. So, so I, I, I kid you not, this is all true. If you can play something right now, I'm going to be psyched. No, I don't have it on me. I'll, but oh. I don't have it on me. But I'll put it in Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. 2015. Oh, we don't have the rights to that. Sorry. The name of the song is Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And so on. I can't do any more. What are, what are for, the more words? What? Can you, what are the more the words? I got the lyrics printed out here. Oh, paper. Because, first. Ben, I'm going to read to you, like, verbatim, yeah. a verse from this song. This is great. Because it genuinely is inspired by the board game. Okay. Ready? Yeah. This is verse two. I'm excited. Uh, Sorry by Justin Bieber, 2015. Two years after the reboot. Ooh, important information. I'll take every single piece of the blame if you want me to. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But you know that there is no innocent one in this game for two. Wow. You can play with two Hold people. Hold on. I'll go, I'll go, and then you go. Well, okay. You go out and spill the truth. Metaphor. Here's the kicker draw one or two. And put fire and ice on my wound. What? <laughs> That's insane. Are you kidding me? These lyrics are like Let me straight up from the song. No, don't look at it. So I might have... <laughs> I might have... You shade crossed out... The first three lines were true. Yeah. The last line I made up. Draw one... Okay, well... Because the last that's, line... That's the line that really sold it. <laughs> that's why I was excited to milk this for a little bit longer. Oh... I like that you crossed. There is literally a strike through. <laughs> yeah, people don't, use, people don't use strike throughs enough. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, especially because the first lines, they talk about pieces. Yeah. He says the word game. Yeah. I'll go and then you go. I'm pretty sure this is about, sorry, he doesn't mention fire and ice or drawing one or two. Like, that was, I'll yeah. admit, a, a bamboozle. <laughs> but those first three lines, man. Yeah. Oh, it's there. It's there. It's there. So Justin Bieber's a big... In the song. Uh, and he's Canadian, so sorry. <laughs> Good point. That's all I Good got. Good point man. all around. I thought it was... One thing that was surprising for me is that this is a game from the 30s, and Sorry just seems like a very sarcastic game to me, like the name, because you kind of aren't sorry, because when you draw a Sorry <laughs> card, you're winning. Yeah. It, was, well, one thing that I was paying attention to when I was when I was reviewing the rules is that there's no bad card for you to draw. Like you can't get stuck with a bad thing on your own. Like they make one and two is actually pretty darn good cards. The worst thing that you can get is probably a three. So I don't think that there's like a bad draw for you. It's literally just the, the only negative consequence is when your opponent decides to yeah, screw screwing you. over somebody else. 
But I do think that there's a pol- there's an elegance to it. There's a politeness to it. It's a very simple game. Politeness. Yeah, there is a politeness to it. Like I think that it's not it's not like you know Clue where you're getting rough and dirty. You know, you have a very like different perspective on these games. <laughs> I think that it's it's a very uh, erudite pastime. A fashionable English game. Fashionable English game. Okay, I I always remember saying it very sarcastically when I was bumping people off. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. You would not have been a joy to play with. Uh, that's, that's all I got for Sorry, Ben. I think that, honestly, I'm glad we reviewed this game. It's a classic. But, man, Hasbro just screwed the pooch. Yeah, I was going to say something less polite than that. Well, this is a family show. This is definitely a family show. Before we actually t- uh, wrap up into our sign-off. You I have some housekeeping? I have some housekeeping. Oh. This is a segment, Ben, that I'm calling In the News. X-Tree, yeah. X-Tree. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we're, you were going to do like a... Yeah, yeah. No, you say X-Tree, X-Tree, X-tree in the X-tree, news. X-Tree, X-Tree. This is a callback, Ben, to the game of life. Oh, that we did that in a previous episode. Yeah, episode like four, four or five or six. Mm, something like that. I have it right here. It was episode six. Episode six, the game of life. I was reading the paper, like I do every morning. On November 17th. No kidding. And in the paper, this is the headline that caught my eye. The game of life is on the line in court battle. Oh, yeah. The court battle. We talked about we this talked in the episode. About this. Yeah, yeah. Testimony has officially begun. As so a, it started. It started. As a recap, this is the widow, uh, Lorraine Markham, widow of Bill Markham, yeah. who was a designer back in the day. Uh-huh. And she's claiming that he not just like graphically designed the game, but had a lot of input on the the mechanics and it was she's suing hasbro and the uh estate of the then game creator uh ruben claimer yeah for two million dollars but but i do think that it's worth uh, i think a lot of people are tuning into this podcast weekly to get updates on, on but your update is just that testimony has started yeah it just started did you listen to the testimony no it's a closed hearing jury selection it's the jury's already been selected I don't think there is a jury selection. What does close hearing mean? <laughs> I said that very confidently, but I don't actually know. That, that means it's not public. That's probably what it is. I don't know, man. People, are, I, I hope the game of, I hope nothing bad happens to the game of life. It was actually a lot more fun to play than I thought. Um, and I think that the Lorraine Markham deserves to represent her. Sure. I imagine, husband Bill I Markham. imagine she'll just get some cash. I don't. Probably. But this is a good story. Not often that games make headlines. That's very true. But if you're interested in games making headlines... Write us a review. Oh, yeah, well... (laughs) Yes, write us a review. Uh, I guess you can do that no matter what you're interested in. But if you're really interested in games making headlines, go back a couple episodes, listen to our uh, Toy Hall of Fame episode. Oh. I very much enjoyed. Yeah, great. Great stuff. Uh, But Ben, if people want to engage more in different ways and find us on the internet, which I mentioned earlier, the internet is a series of tubes... Where can people find us on the internet? The internet. Uh, they can find us at facebook.com slash gtspodcast. Yep. Or soundcloud.com slash gtspodcast. Slash gtspodcast. Instagram. Instagram.com slash gtspodcast. Yep, we're consistent or across the board. Twitter.com slash gaming thy system. Yep, or just at, at gaming thy at system. Thy, yeah, you're right. Yep. Um, one tweet a week, like clockwork. Sometimes it's I, Mondays, sometimes it's Fridays. I don't Instagram that much. <laughs> I mean, we're working on it. It's an audio format, so there's not that many pictures I can 
Do we have a picture of Sori? Um, I took one. I have one. Yeah, I think I have one. Yeah. What are we playing next week, Ben? I don't know. I have an idea. Yeah? Shoots and Ladders. Shoots and Ladders. All right, yeah. I have the Sesame Street edition. Oh, that's right. I picked it up at a thrift store for buck fifty. Buck fifty. Yeah. So so far, this would make our cheapest game purchase to date, and actually our only game purchase to date. We don't actually buy the games that we play; we just find ways to play them. We should mention that we did play Sorry at the board game in Washington D.C. At the board room in Washington D.C. That's right. <laughs> uh, fantastic place. We should actually go back, hit up some more games. Yeah. That worked well. We kind of like loaded up on a bunch. Yeah, that was good. And I've been having sorry flashbacks this entire episode. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, we hope you enjoyed this recording of Gaming the System. And we're gonna I'll, I'll play you out after our sign-off with some of the Carol Burnett show. Because okay. you can actually get a little bit of their sorry, and maybe you'll hear them roll some dice, and you'll be outraged. Yeah. Like I was when I discovered this earlier today. I'm pretty upset about it. Yeah. So, in the meantime, listeners, live. Love. Love. Learn about board Learn games. Learn about board games. I'm Alex. I'm Ben. And here is the one, the only, incomparable Carol Burnett. Hello! <laughs> That's... <laughs> here she is for real. <laughs> Mama, come on, will you? You're holding up the game. Roll the die. Oh! 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 Mama, you got a double three. That move means you get to move out six spaces. And Mama, you landed on a slide. And that means you get to slide Still no double. Mm-hmm. Anybody want beer? Yeah, that hit the spot, Ed. I think I still got a piece of that dried out pot roast stuck in the truck. <laughs> oh, oh, a double. Oh, I get to move the man out. Oh. No, Mama. Mama, don't do that. Now, you threw a double. Now, don't use a double to move a man that's already out. You see, you gotta use the double to get another man out. I won't do this one. Well, don't do that because you won't want to. Well, all right. It's a dumb move. Double, I am out. Slide.